good morning god bless you guys thanks for stopping by this morning <clears throat> um we are here today to study a little bit out of the book of colossians and we are so thankful that you guys can join us hope you guys will get something from the word this morning um i'm trying to remember what we're doing we're doing different stuff to try and um, oh, cover more ground. What yeah. was it we were doing? Oh, uh, tips. Bible study tips. Yeah. All right. So, um, the Bible study tip for today, <laughs> Bible study tip today is to be consistent. One of the struggles that, that we often have in our personal studies is the consistency of studying. And just, just like, just like if you're learning, um, a trade or uh -huh. getting your degree or anything like that there's some consistency that's necessary in order to uh, achieve the end that's right the difference is is you're not reading a book that a man wrote you're reading a book uh, that god wrote to help us um live and survive and grow and um, become uh familiar with our god so we have talked a little bit here lately and in fact we probably will again this morning on the understanding and wisdom and knowledge of God. Well, we don't get that just because we want it. We get that because we're actively pursuing it. So, yeah. so, uh, so, you know, a big tip, an important one is to stay consistent in your study. Now you can carry that over to consistent in, in what way? Um, and simply, simply put, and I always, I always suggest, you know, like what we do is we study in three different areas of scripture because there are three different areas that, that, that really, um, speak spiritually to us. And that is uh, to have an ongoing study in the old Testament an ongoing study in the, the gospels, which that's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and the repetition. I guess I see a like pop up there. I don't know who nobody, because, it doesn't tell us anybody's uh, on. Sometimes we get notifications yet. and we are told that there are people there and sometimes it doesn't show up. So if, if you do come on, go ahead and say hi. Hopefully it will come. Yeah. Up. There's another one. It's like somebody's liking it, but nobody's showing up. Right. So. Um, so, so you, know, we rotate the, the gospel. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And, and we're in Mark right now. When we get to the end of John, we'll start again with Matthew. Mm -hmm. The other one is another like. The other one is the is the New Testament itself as a whole. Yeah. And today we're in Colossians. Yeah. We'll continue until we're at the end of Revelations, and then we'll start over again. Yeah. Which means that we, for at a time, we were in Matthew at the same time. Yeah. We were, we were <laughs> two, in different two different rotations. We're both in Matthew. So. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's your Bible tip for the day. Uh, be consistent in it, and and what I mean by consistent is, read every day, mm. every period, day. I guess every every day is one word, isn't it? It depends on how you use it. In this case, no, okay. it's not. She's the editor. She knows what she's doing. There's a little tip I could tell you on how to figure that one out. Every day, do I live for anyway? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, be consistent in your study. Um, and what I mean essentially is to stay in, in error. Don't, don't randomly choose. Um, but like us, you might think that we do random, but we actually don't. We have a very uh, purposeful rotation. Mm -hmm. One of the struggles that a lot of people have today is a desire to uh, listen to the Holy Spirit. And, and they, and we have this, um, we have this ideal that that listening to the Holy Spirit creates randomness, and that's okay. It's not. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit, when we're when we're praying without ceasing and constantly seeking the Lord, the Holy Spirit will speak to us about all kinds of things all the time. Um, but to allow ourselves to become totally random creates confusion, and there's only one person behind confusion, and it's not God. If it's not God, there's only one other um, option. <laughs> well, it's like li life. We plan to do things in life. If we force them when God is trying to change them, that's where we get in trouble. Not planning, not not the planning part, mm -hmm. not the organizational part, not not the the consistency part. That's not what gets us in trouble. Consistency and planning and all that kind of stuff. That's good. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Where we go wrong is when the Holy Spirit speaks to us to do something different and we refuse because we have a plan. 
that's when the plants mm. get in in the way mm -hmm. and create for their or you simply journey. don't have a relationship with the holy spirit and didn't even know he told you something different well yeah <laughs> it does help to know who you who it is that mm -hmm. you're listening to mm -hmm. so um yeah that's that's all that oh that's all okay um so we are in Colossians chapter 1. We've been studying um, <clears throat> verse 9 forward, which which just kind of parallels Ephesians chapter 1, the section on spiritual wisdom and understanding and revelation. <clears throat> He's actually saying the same thing. He says, I'm praying that you guys will receive this, that you'll get the spiritual wisdom and understanding. And in verse 10, he starts to give reasons uh, why or uh, things that will happen, however you want to term that. He gives a list of things that will happen as a result of seeking spiritual wisdom and understanding. They're, growing with God isn't just meeting God, you know, according to the John 3.16 understanding. It's having an ongoing relationship with God. And we've talked about that, how important the relationship with God is. Nancy just mentioned having a relationship that involves the Holy Spirit. And when when you meet somebody or you hear someone speaking that just has like this powerful, amazing word and it's like, bam, just hit you right in your heart and it's just incredible and you've never heard it said that way before and it hits you so well and it, it teaches you, it leads you, it guides you. It's, it's just a super awesome word. That's the Holy Spirit speaking. That's the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. And that doesn't just happen automatically because you are a Christian. It happens on purpose. You have to be intentional. That's one of our big words. You have to be intentional about your relationship with God, growing and understanding what he has for us. And that's number one through scripture, number two through the spirit uh, in prayer. Number, I mean, these, these are, they're not, they're not numbered by importance. And number three, it's worship which draws his presence. It's that simple. We've been teaching that for two years now, and, and it's, a, it's a very, very simple uh, process that causes growth in our lives, but it's done intentionally. It doesn't happen just because you want it to. You have to go out and get it. Yeah, and so that just makes me think of days when, or weeks or months or whatever, when you just don't feel like things are going right and you just kind of like wonder where God is. Why did he like leave you? Well, first of all, he didn't. Um, there's that saying that if you feel like God um, isn't there, who moved? Um, but yeah, yeah but um, but no, I was thinking, though, that intentionality thing is when you really feel like you just like you can't get through the day. You're not doing these things. Go do these things. Be intentional. <clears throat> Excuse me. Turn on your radio if you're in the car and, and turn it on to Christian music. Or if you're home, you know, open up your word or, or get into prayer. Um, but be intentional because it is easy, and I have done it before, where a lot of time goes by and all of a sudden you're going like, wait, this is something that's kind of haywire here. And you realize, well, when's the last time I actually talked to God? Once the acts, you know, besides going to church, I mean, you know, sure, that's all good and everything. Go to church on Sunday, you might hear some scripture or sing or whatever. All good. But um, during the week or, or whenever you're just like feeling dried up, I felt that way, just like dried up. Be intentional. Our connection with the Holy Spirit and with God is not uh, based upon. Good morning, Connie. Good morning, Connie. Um, it's not based upon our pastor. Mm -hmm our teachers um, we love that, that you join us and we invite you to join us and we're here because God has called us to teach the Word of God that's what we do it's what we it's, it's, it's what excites us and we will be here as is as regular as we possibly can but there is there is something very very important that we want you guys to see and that is your relationship with God isn't based upon what I can teach or what Nancy can teach. It's based upon what you can get from him directly. And we had actually <clears throat> testimony to that very thought from someone who has 
um, kind of followed us along the last couple of years in that um, hearing the word and and the the encouragement and the uplifting that we have the God has used us to to put out there for you guys and we had um, someone tell us how wonderful it's been just to carry them through some of the I know I saw, I saw him pop up hi Terry um, uh, thank you. And, you know, this person popped up and to me personally and said, you know, just thank you for helping me get through these tough times in my life. And it's like, thank you, Jesus, for using us. It's yeah. not us. Such it's a never privilege. been us. Such you know? a privilege to be uh, a vessel. Yeah. And that's why I like to be careful to not say, join us in our Bible study. This yeah. is not us. This is just something God is using yeah. us to do. We get we get the awesome privilege to be used. But there is a reality where... Um, you you gain from this and that's great but it's not it's not your life with christ your life with christ is between you and him right and so one of the reasons we teach uh, among the several reasons that we teach and bring the word is <clears throat> is the desire to encourage you and motivate you into that place yourself the word of god is meant for every single person it's it's not an exclusive book. It is for all of God's people, all of, of God's creation, all the human beings that he's created. He desires for them to see the word. This is why you have organizations that spend millions of dollars every year translating the Bible and handing out Bibles on the streets of uh, countries all over the world. It's not about, hey, you need to listen to my book because mm -hmm. it's not my book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's God's book. Mm -hmm. It's his word. So... In that process, growth happens in our own lives instead of just just um, by hearing somebody teach because growth doesn't happen that way. And it, you know, this is like this is like walking up to your plants and showing them a bucket of water. <laughs> you know, the plants are going like, yeah, we could use some of that. Uh, that would help us if you give it to us. But they need that water directly, not. Not from the guy that's holding the bucket. They need the water itself. It's good. And yeah. what you what you have to do is you have to take this further and say, okay, that's what Matt taught. But I need to hear from the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you, you, you might get stuff from this, and that's wonderful. I'm not, I'm not. It's 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 awesome. If you get anything from our Bible study, we encourage that 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 you listen and, and get something. But it's when you get it directly from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's when your life changes forever. Absolutely. And so uh, we appreciate, deeply appreciate your attendance here. But there's a reality where our desire, deepest desire, is for that fire that we have to study and understand the word will get lit inside of you. There you go. Okay, so. All right, give me just a second. If you would go ahead and talk, I need to take care of something here. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, so we've been telling you guys a little bit about our our move recently and and all the um, uh, kind of uproar that's been going on in our lives. We're now settled into a room, a bedroom of of some friends, very very gracious friends who have allowed us to take up residency in their home for the time being. And so that's when we ask for your prayers to uh, help us be ready and go forward with um, finding a lender and finding a loan and finding a house, uh, preferably on some land, land, not like 40 acres, but you know, half acre, two acres, whatever. Someplace where we can uh, really put our feet down and plant ourselves. And that we would have a good shop for his woodworking. We would have an extra bedroom so I could set up my sewing so it's not on the dining room table like it is here. Yeah. <laughs> and so we do appreciate your prayers in that as we yeah. uh, continue to. And that as journey. the weather changes, we'll probably go outside consistently for this uh, for this Bible study. Uh, the um, what's the the key phrase? Yeah, there we go. To that is this when weather. the weather changes. <laughs> Well, I'm sure glad we got global warming. Otherwise, it'd be nonstop rain, 365. I'll tell you. Oh man! Here, it's... here it is, midway through April, and mm. we've had like three spring days. Maybe I think they were actually all together, and then we got all excited, and then it was like, yeah, no, 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 not yet. 
and then you look forward in the the forecast now and it looks like in about four days from now we're gonna have spring again right so will it stick i don't know sure <laughs> i hope sure. so because we the do clouds will clear the sun will come out and 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 you'll hear this voice just kidding yeah and the clouds yeah. recover and start raining yeah and the first weekend in may we start our outdoor market up at silverton where we've been for yes. the last several years yes. and it's like um, we need clear wait. warm weather then yes. for yeah. not only us to be comfortable but for client our customers to come out of their homes mm -hmm. and actually walk through the market <laughs> yeah yeah um and something else speaking of so if you have uh, <laughs> followed us much you know we've had struggles with my main tool yeah. that i use the most which is my lathe and um, um it's got another another new problem anyway so um you know, this is a, an internal problem that is going to probably take a while to figure out how to fix. So, um, oh my God, remember us. So yesterday I decided to get online and look around and see what was available as a replacement tool. Uh, there she is. Well, Good hi, morning, Patty. Patty. Um, so oh my goodness! Going through the oh yeah! Thing here, oh oh nice nice yeah! It's so, so awesome to see you. So yeah, I got on online and I started looking around. Found a uh, found a um, a, a, um, a lathe online that would work as a backup, and I found the exact same one uh, up the road here in Salem for sale. I know. Oh, I'm it, sorry. It's, the, the, Patty, the inconsistency. We love that Facebook lets us do this. And that's all I'm going to say. Anyway. <laughs> we have, yeah, and and I know that, well, I don't want to interrupt your, your latest story. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so um, I found out the same exact lathe, uh, almost new, up the road with a lot more extras, including a stand. Which uh, in the um, online that particular lathe was, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, that would um, be great. <laughs> that, that particular that particular lathe was um, um, a bench top, and the one that was up the road uh, had a heavy steel stand on it for it, and same exact model, but. Um, so I uh, was able to go up the road to Salem and pick that up uh, to solve the problem. Uh, came with three or four hundred, five hundred dollars worth of tools. Oh my goodness! And um, uh, super cheap, good deal. And the money got to go to somebody local instead of online. But anyway, uh, the point I was actually going after there was the trip to Salem, which is thirty miles. Um, well, 35, Well, you went to now. Kaiser. Yeah, I went to Kaiser, so mm -hmm. it's, it's actually north of Salem. Marble. Which is just a little south of where Patty lives now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, the storm up the road was like, oh, my word. Mm -hmm. It was so amazing. I'm going along there, you know, storming so bad. I'm down to, to, to 55 miles an hour on the freeway, <laughs> and people are passing me like I'm parked. Oh, boom, my boom, goodness. Boom, boom, you know, doing 70, 80 miles an hour, and I'm like... Did you guys not notice the storm? What are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so we're kind of tired of the rain. But it's uh, it's uh, okay. Yeah. It's a, um, um, it means a good summer. That's what I'm trying to remind myself. It means, it means the summer yeah. will be fairly mild and um, <laughs> there'll be plenty of water to go swimming in or fishing in or whatever. So. Anyway, we're we're getting off. Track. Yeah, get so we're we're in the here. book of Colossians, chapter one, and um, uh, when we pray today, we're going to be praying for our medical community. That's we pray for every Friday, and um, um, if you have prayer requests or anything that you would like um, mentioned, uh, even if it's unspoken, go ahead and pop it up. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Tammy. See your name up there. Um, go ahead and pop it up there, and we'll add it to our prayers as we close out today okay cool we've been jamming mom um we so got, yeah yeah we got started somewhere and then it led to yeah we're <laughs> we're at verse nine or i'm going to start at verse nine uh which will kind of open this up and then we'll get into uh today's uh today's key message so let's pray over the word father we love you and we thank you so much for this book we know that it is your word 
and that it is um, it is their, our greatest guidance to study this, to know you, to understand you, and all that you have for us. And we pray this morning that you would bless this time. Holy Spirit, we invite you to teach us and guide us and lead us um, in understanding the word this morning, that you would you would speak the words that we all need to hear. Yes. And we just bless you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and start at verse 9, and then we'll probably focus more in the area of verse 11. <clears throat> All right. If you guys have any problems hearing us or anything like that, just, just say something. And we'll... uh, there's been conversation between us and Patty so and uh, Terry, so yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's still... Yeah, we're using time. the mics this morning, so that works a little bit better. All right. Verse 9. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may be that you may work walk worthy of the Lord, <laughs> fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of, his, of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. All right, let's stop there and go back to verse 11. Y'all sound um, really good. Oh, okay. Thanks, Patty. Um, so Paul essentially, is, as I have already mentioned, is kind of duplicating some of the things that he said in the book of Ephesians. Um, in that that he's desiring that people get the spirit of wisdom and understanding and revelation in their lives, and then he gives some reasons why and how this will affect them. Like number one, verse ten starts off with that you may be may walk worthy of the Lord, which we've talked about, fully pleasing Him, which we've covered, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, which we've covered. And now the verse eleven it says strengthened with all might. These are this is this is terminology that that would um in the natural would talk about um bodybuilding mm -hmm. to to consistently do something that will increase your strength so if we look at if we look at uh, a term like that and you know we might have a picture in our head of of a gymnasium and people working out remember they used to call them gymnasiums now they call them gyms because gymnasium is centers. way too hard to say fitness, fitness centers, centers. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, did you know? Did you know bacon was was healthy? Because because you fitness in your mouth. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's that's a really corny <laughs> joke. Uh, corny. <laughs> Everything revolves around food. Apparently, uh, <laughs> um, strengthen with all might. Though it it strengthen strengthen means to increase what you can do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as you get older, you're able to do your your body becomes strengthened just with age and movement and so on. You're able to do things greater and greater and greater. For instance, I'm in, at my age. I can do much more than I could when I was two years old. That, that that's what growth does. Right. Of course, you know, as you get older, that that doesn't work so well because. Kind of goes up and then it peaks say, and then it starts to come back. That's the down here too. Yeah. Then you go up here and then you peak and then you come back down here. <laughs> we're down here on this side back yeah, slope we're on here. The back slope. But anyway, my point is, is is that is that the more we do something, the stronger we become in, yeah. in, in order to do it. Yeah, it's not just physical; it's also brain work too. Yeah, it's it's yeah. all. But especially as as Paul is talking here, in the spiritual. Mm -hmm. So part of part of. Uh, Walking in the might and power of God is having that consistent relationship with him, is having that spiritual wisdom and understanding and revelation in our lives. Here's what happens. Okay, for, for instance, let's just let's just look at these three different things. Uh, wisdom, understanding, and revelation. Okay, wisdom. Wisdom is knowing what or how does it, is it what order does it put it in? Spiritual. Okay, so wisdom, in all wisdom, so we're back. We're back up here in verse nine. The end uh -huh. of verse nine says, "In all wisdom and spiritual understanding." Of course, that's parallel to what he said in Ephesians, which also talks about revelation, uh -huh. which is an extension of understanding and wisdom. All right, understanding. Understanding is realizing situations, circumstances, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
Wisdom is knowing how to respond to those. And uh, revelation is learning from it. So does that does that flow? Revelation is learning from it. So is that aha moment? Aha moments <laughs> that come in our circumstances. Understanding is recognizing the circumstance. Wisdom is knowing how to respond. Revelation is grasping the lesson from that. You should write that down. That's good. I'll forget it. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's what we're doing. In that process, in that process, we are strengthened with all might. Now, Paul is not talking about, you know, <laughs> muscle. He is talking about muscle uh, memory, uh, muscle memory. So muscle memory is something that happens to our body when we do something consistently. Okay, that muscle memory becomes better and better and better. It becomes easier and easier to do something, whatever it is that we're doing, because we've done it so many times. Okay, with that comes natural increase. So in other words, if I am consistently lifting a one-pound weight, eventually a two-pound weight becomes very easy to pick yeah, up. Right. So I start with the two-pound weight. If that becomes really easy, then I start with a five-pound weight and so on. So, And that's exactly what it is that we do in our understanding yeah. of our relationship with God is we build that muscle memory. How many times have you heard a siren and instantly started praying that God would do something, whatever that siren yeah. is headed towards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the first thing you think of when somebody says, man, my life is just sucks right now. Let's pray. Let's pray. Yeah. So th those are the muscle memories that begin to develop over time, but it takes intentionality to get to that place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we can have an automatic response. Um, we have different types of muscles in our body. Some of them are uh, voluntary and some of them are, are involuntary. So my muscle, my heart muscle is an involuntary muscle. It works regardless. You know, I can't just like <laughs> stop heart muscle. It doesn't work that way. Okay. Now I can choose to do so with my hand, but it's voluntary. It means I'm making my hand do something. So what we're what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to take some of our voluntary muscles and turn them into involuntary muscles in the spiritual. That, yeah, no, I like that. Okay. Yeah. So being strengthened with all might is the increase of the understanding of our spiritual muscles. Those spiritual muscles have all kinds of things that they do. One of them is that automatic. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's yeah. talk to God. Let's bring it to God. Um, one of them is also consistently being in a place where the Holy Spirit can speak to us. The first Thessalonians tells us to pray without ceasing. That's that. And we've talked. That's come up a bunch lately. Yeah. There's that need to constantly be uh, open to the Holy Spirit to speak to us. And that happens through actions which... Ultimately, those actions, uh, this intentional action, such as praying, studying the word, worshiping God, those three big things, those build our strength into the might that God would put inside of us. I want to read this in um, the Passion Translation real quick. Um, and we pray that you would be, this verse 11, we pray that you would be energized. Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm with all his explosive power from the realm of his magnificent glory, filling you with great hope. That's cool. I like that. Explosive. We pray that you would be energized with all his explosive power from the realm. Now, of course, the, the Passion Translation, if you're unfamiliar with it, is a uh, paraphrase. It's not a word for word, uh, but it, it kind of gives you some, uh, uh, gives you a, a different perspective, if you will, looking at that from, uh, from the author of, of that book. All right, so back to verse 11, strengthen with all might, according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy. So let's, let's, let's read that again. Strengthen with all might. Now, we just talked about what it means to be strengthened with all might. Um, takes action. If you know somebody who has been saved for 20 years, but they constantly struggle, it's because they got to a point and they stopped working out. Okay. When I was in the army, <laughs> 
ages ago. <laughs> when I was in the Army, we consistently worked out. I was fit. I was buff. I was strong. Um, I lost a ton of weight, and um, I looked good. <laughs> Which is not true, because I always had that stupid haircut to the Army insisted on my wear. Anyway, my, my point is, is, is we don't get to walk in the strength of his might automatically. This is the struggle. Now, in um, Luke 8, actually in several um, different places, there's a parable of the sower. Um, and basically, it's based upon uh, how at that time, how they, they uh, seeded their fields for wheat. And uh, they had, a, which is which is where the term broadcasting comes from. It's actually the way that they cast out the seed. Okay, the seed would land in a bunch of different places, and ultimately the fertile soil was the most important one. But one of the places that the seed would land in is in rocky soil, so that would have a little bit of soil. The seed would germinate and put down roots, but the roots would only go so far because the ground was so rocky underneath of it. And so in, in, in reply to that or response to that, it would shoot up a stalk. But because the roots didn't go deep enough to get water when the heat came out, the plant would die. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, the idea was the seed being the gospel, somebody would receive it, get excited about it. Yay, yay. But when life became life mm -hmm. still, they would walk away. And this is the struggle that a lot of Christians experience because they don't they don't have discipling, they don't have mentoring and stuff that that's consistent in their life, and it's why that's so important. And after Jesus, after all, Jesus said, "Make disciples of all nations." He mm -hmm. didn't say make religious people. He said, "Make disciples." All right. So, if we want to walk in the strength of the Lord, we have to learn to work out to build that strength. And what that ultimately will do is it will protect us in many areas. When Jesus was being tempted by the devil, how did he respond? How did Jesus respond? Yeah, how did Jesus respond? He responded with scripture. Well, yeah, against the devil using scripture. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> what is? I no. missed it. <laughs> oh, no, I just, you know, I've, I've thought of that before during the, the temptation, the devil of the desert and everything. You know, the the devil would use scripture. Yeah. And then Jesus would come back with scripture. Well, he came back with scripture properly theologically. Right, 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 right. Yeah. The devil would take it out of context and create something. But my point is, is the reason Jesus was able to use scripture in defense against the devil was because he knew scripture. He studied it. He understood it. He sought to get it. Right. And the Bible tells us that to... That the Holy Spirit will bring to mind things that we need when we need them. So reading scripture daily doesn't mean you have to memorize it. Nothing wrong with memorizing scripture. Not at all. It's wonderful. It's an amazing yeah. thing to do. Um, and I understand it's a great thing because I'm not I'm horrible at memorizing things. So I understand that. I've tried it. I even oh, I, I, I was going to memorize the entire book of James one time. I think I got the verse four of chapter one, and that was it. <laughs> terrible at remembering things but quite often the holy spirit brings things to my mind and it's for that moment and so there's there's things the holy spirit does so i suppose one of the first things that you can do uh if you want to be strengthened with all might is to seek the holy spirit yeah yeah absolutely just basically say all right holy spirit i need more i'm not i'm not happy with just a few things i need more. I need more of you. I need more understanding. I give myself to let you lead me and guide me. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power. Um, and you know what? This is kind of explains what, what it means to be strengthened in all might. It's his power. Now, his power can uh, put a world into existence. His power can create stars. Uh, his power made mankind so it, it's it's big <laughs> it's you know um when i plug in my tools and i if you know me you know I, i'd love to use examples but when i plug in my tools i have to plug it into the right power source 
So in my shop, there's a couple of power sources that I would not plug any significant tools into because they run into a very small breaker, which squeezes power. That's what a breaker does. It squeezes power. It says, I don't want more than this to go through here or I'm cutting it off altogether. All right. So there's a there sort my source of power for my tools is important. It has to be the certain one or higher or it won't work. When we tap into the source of the Holy Spirit, there's not a limit switch. There's no breaker. It's unfathomable power. You know, um, corporations that build things can get excited. We built a 300-story building and blah, blah, blah. That's <laughs> great. My God, the guy that backs me up, he built the planet and provided all the material to build your building. Yeah. I love that old joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know the one? <laughs> yep. <laughs> A group of scientists come together, <laughs> and they decided that they no longer need God to help them with anything. Mm -hmm. And so they select uh, their greatest and brightest among them and send that person, that man, to God. And he shows up, and he says, God, we just want to put you on notice. We no longer need your help for anything. And God's like, really? You don't want me involved in your lives anymore? So now we got it. We got it all figured out. And God says, really? And he says, yep, we can, we can make anything with science. We can do anything we want to with science now. And God says, really? And the, and the scientist says, yes, we can. And God says, well, let's do this. Let's have a contest. We're going to make, we're each going to make a human being. We'll see who does the best. If your, yours is best, you go ahead, I'll leave you alone. If mine's best, then you just shut up and put up with me. Scientists said, no problem. So they get ready to go. <clears throat> and God and the scientist, he brings out all his stuff, and he's got all these chemicals and stuff. And God says, no, 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 you got to do it the old-fashioned way. you got to do it with dirt, just like I did. Scientists smiled, no problem. So God gets ready to start. The scientist gets a shovel and he reaches down and he grabs a shovel full of dirt. And God says, whoop, whoop, wait, wait. You get your own dirt. I love that part. That's, that's the best thing. That's, that, it's funny. It's really funny. But you know what? The power that backs us up as Christians, the power of, and the strength of his might is the power that created dirt. The first dirt. Mm -hmm. The one that Adam was made from. It's a power that not 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 derived from something else, but made out of nothing. There's there's a there's a lot to comprehend when we start talking about the power of God, but it's not just in the physical. When Jesus was tempted by Satan in the, in the wilderness, he didn't draw on the, the the physical prowess of who his father was. He drew on the spiritual prowess of who his father was. He drew on the Holy Spirit. He drew on the fact of who he was in God's power, mm -hmm. not in the power of the flesh, but the power of the Spirit. The people who, um, unfortunately, suffer and, and die at the hands of, of uh, religions and, and um, hatred around the planet, whether it's uh, whether it is a religious thing or whether it's a political thing or whatever it's the people that die at the hands they don't they don't go through that and survive that good morning sweetheart oh cutie pie they don't go through that and and um survive within themselves they may be given their lives but they don't go through that and survive because they have physical strength but because they have spiritual strength. Yeah, absolutely. That that spiritual strength is what undoes the enemy's um, plans and designs in our lives. Because mm -hmm. he's always trying to tear us down. Mm -hmm. If you're if a devil, you know, somebody said one time, well, the devil isn't coming after you, probably not doing things right. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> yes and no, but kind definitely of, yeah. there's more yes than there's no. Yeah. Um you know, of course, the devil's not omnipresent or omnipotent or any kind of stuff. Smart. 
or Omnismart. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it is the the designs and the plans that he has put into motion that his demons uh, perpetuate and those who choose to follow him perpetuate around the globe. That is 90% of the spiritual tax on our lives. The devil cannot go after everybody at once because he's not omnipresent. He's not all over the place like God. But there is a reality where the devil's work and the devil's designs is coming against us on a regular basis, especially as Christians. So we walk in that glorious power. Mm -hmm. And then the results of that, having been strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, we learn to live patience with patience. Excuse me, patience and long suffering and joy. And that and right the there. Completion of that yeah, verse. the long suffering with joy. Um, and then you were talking about not being able to memorize. And you said yeah. you tried to memorize the first, uh, James. And yeah. the first two, three verses of James talks about dealing with long suffering with joy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the word patience. Um, is in this case is a Greek Greek word uh, pronounced hypomoni or something like that. Yeah, uh, hypomoni. That looks about right. And it means steadfastness, consistency, uh, constancy, and endurance. Um, to be patient, patient and understanding in the understanding that we see. So when when we think of the word patience, we think of. <laughs> Three-year-olds. I don't know. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> like about six or seven of them in the house, mm-hmm. and you've had two hours for the sleep, mm-hmm. and you know this is when patience really grows or falls apart. Um, one or the other. Long suffering. It's also a great. Well, they're all Greek words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Macrothymia. Uh, it is another form of patience and forbearance. Forbearance means don't do what is stopping yourself from doing what you want to do. I'm going to beat that kid within an inch of his life or this is all over. But you don't. <laughs> and then with joyfulness, which we know joyfulness is, a, is an exceedingly important part mm-hmm. of our life as Christians. Yes. So there's there's reasons. These aren't I guess I guess what I can say here is these are not random lists that Paul puts together, but they're lists that hit us right where we're at. Scripture has never not been relevant. Mm. Did I say that right? You did, did and it right. never won't be it relevant. It's never not been relevant to mm-hmm. mankind. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. I mean, I, you know, I don't care what version. I don't care. Just yeah. <coughs> the word of God doesn't change because it's his word, number one. Number two, it's never irrelevant to our lives because he's the creator of our lives mm-hmm. and will always be there from the beginning and will always be there at the end currently. And that's why we call it. The Bible, the living word, because it does, it goes right along with us. Right. How many times have we made the comment about this is so relevant for today, or this is what we needed to hear today from whatever many thousands of years ago that part of it was written, you know? Well, that, yeah, and that's, that's not only is it relevant, but, you know, two Christians seeking the Lord about two different situations can find the same scripture that gives them the answers for their individual situations. Mm-hmm. And that is because that's the way God makes it. Mm-hmm. Because God, see, God, God translates the scripture in here. So when I read a scripture, and I think, well, for instance, this this whole Bible study. For those of you who have been with us consistently, you know we don't study ahead of time. We're not looking. Okay, I'm going to talk about this, and I'm going to talk about this. I don't have notes or anything. The reason is is because we want the Holy Spirit to do the speaking and teaching. So if you hear something profound from me, it's the Holy Spirit. I love being the vessel, and it's an honor, but there's a reality where anything profound that comes out of my mouth during Bible study is from the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you'll even stop and say, wow, where'd that come from? Which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I have done that. Yeah. It's like, wow, that is really profound. Yeah. Where did that come from? Anyway, <laughs> but the, the thing is, is, is 
another Bible study in the same passage may go a completely different direction, still by the same voice. Yeah. The Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah. That doesn't happen in other books. No. That only happens in this book. Mm -hmm. And it's as legitimate as you could possibly imagine. It is a totally real thing, and it's 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 amazing. I'm always prof profoundly affected by when the Holy Spirit speaks in a passage that I think I know what I'm reading. And he's like, yeah, but what about this? Mm -hmm. And then it comes out. That's how the Holy Spirit builds us. That's why we study the Word all the time. Bible scholars will tell you time and time again that they will read the book cover to cover, read the Bible cover to cover, and every single time get tons and tons and tons of things that God shows them that they missed last time. Well, It wasn't there last time. Yeah, that's just it. It's not necessarily that you missed it, like you weren't paying attention to what you're reading. It could be. But it's also that God just keeps things secret from you until a particular time in your life. And then he opens up your eyes and it's like, oh, why didn't I see that before? He is the because perfect, you needed it now. He's the perfect current translator. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's there's all kinds of translations of the word, but he is the perfect current translator. I need to hear his version of what this means for me right this minute. It may be for something I'm going to deal with. It may be something I am dealing with. It may be explaining what I have dealt with in the past. Yeah. But he has all that. And that's that's why it's so important to ask the Holy Spirit to teach us and to not rely on our understanding. And that's why we don't study ahead of time, because we want him to speak. And if it goes sour, then it's his fault, not mine. <laughs> no, but there is a reality where we cannot rely on this to explain this to this. Mm -hmm. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit. That's how that works. Okay. All right. So next time we are in Colossians, we'll be at verse 12. Um, as I said earlier, our, our uh, uh, prayer um, people group, our people group this morning is um, hospitals. Medical. Medical personnel. So not just hospitals. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pray for them and pray a blessing over the people who commit their lives uh, to commit to the lives of others. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that works. <laughs> Sometimes it comes out faster than the brain can keep up with it. Mm -hmm. um, and every now and then it makes sense. Or you say, well, that sounded good in my mind. <laughs> sounded better up sounded here. Sounded better up here, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's pray. Father, we love you. And we thank you for the time this morning in your word. I pray, Lord Jesus, that each person, each and every person who is in the sound of our voice will hear you speak to them. It's such a privilege to be an instrument for the kingdom, Lord. Father, we lift up our medical community to you this morning. As these people, doctors, nurses, um, dentists, veterinarians, pharmacists, ambulance drivers and rescue teams and firefighters and all these people who have dedicated their lives consistently and constantly to saving other lives, Lord Jesus. We are so thankful and so grateful for this vast community. And we pray, Lord Jesus, this morning that you would pour out a blessing over them, that you would be in their very moment, whatever it is that they're dealing with. We pray for um, security personnel, receptionists, therapists, and um, 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 volunteers, Lord Jesus, we have a large amount of volunteers. Yes. Father, we pray that they will know that they're valuable and that you have put them there for the saving of lives. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would send a revival heart in amongst those in this people group, that they would see and hear and know that the great physician is you, Lord Jesus, and their lives. Yes. Thank you, Father, for the medical community. Put your heart and your revival spirit into these amazing people, Lord Jesus. And we are so thankful and grateful. We ask your blessings over uh, this Bible study, that you would use it, that you would love on people, Lord Jesus, that you would speak to people. And we are privileged and honored, Lord, yes. to be used in this way. Jesus, thank you. We bless you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.
All right, guys. Well, God bless you. Thank you for stopping by. Hope you, like I said, hope you guys got something out of the word this morning. If you have any spiritual needs or connection, you need a connection with somebody, counseling, any of that kind of stuff, send us a private message. We'll be happy to sit down with you and talk with you. We do ask for your prayers as we continue to do the mission that God has us on. We are, we are trying to find a way to finance a home because we want to own we feel it's important for us to have a heritage for our family and uh, so that's what we're looking for we are we are praying that god would open doors for that so we would uh, love to ha have you guys join us in that prayer for um an ongoing future in that, in that area so we love you thank you for stopping by have a wonderful day we will be here monday morning mm -hmm. at nine o'clock we usually do not do things on we do we do our personal stuff on the weekend so. yep so we party all weekend and then we get ourselves righteous enough to uh, yeah right uh -huh. <laughs> hey listen listen there's a guy whose name is jim moore jim moore is a pastor to pastors and he is currently he's from this area but he he lives in are they in Arizona now? Yeah. I think they're in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you want to search him out, uh, Jim Moore, M-O-O-R-E, um, online, he has a Bible study an hour before ours. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a little more involved than ours uh, in that it's more like teaching and, and mm -hmm. less just, just Bible study, but it's great. We get fed a ton from it, and he's just a great man of God. So if you want to send him a friend request or you can follow him or whatever, and you can catch his videos as well. So God Thank bless you. you guys. Thank you, Patty. Thanks, Patty. It's good to have you on board. Absolutely. See you later. Bye-bye.